Welcome to the show. This is TJ. Hi, it's Michael. Michael, are you a power bottom? I like to be tied up. I like to be handcuffed. <laughs> You're an idiot. Let's go to a commercial, Michael. They're not commercials. <laughs> Michael. Welcome to Quirinstein Bears, the podcast. I just don't like her. Your hosts, CJ and Michael Burlow. Wait, why can't I say that? It's a lot bigger in person. Stop it. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Screaming. By searching the Quirinstein Bears, the podcast. You really don't understand. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> And now, here are your hosts, CJ and Michael. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, faggots? How's everybody doing? You know, I'm living my truth in dreams, Michael. How about you? Oh, you know, living the fantasy. What is this fantasy? Is it a delusion? Yeah, probably. It's, it's uh, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Well then, that's uh, an intro that we'll never forget. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday, which means it's another episode of the Queernstein Bears. And you're stuck with us for the next hour, fuckers. Ha ha ha, we've locked... We got you, girl. We've locked the dials on your radio, we have locked your phone, it has now been locked for at least an hour because we inputted the wrong code, so bitches, you can't change this. Do people still listen to the radio? I do. Oh. I'm a huge fan of 104.1 Real Radio here. Nobody knows what that means. I just told them what it was. You can go on iHeartRadio and listen to it, or you cannot because you should be listening to us right now. Right. Why listen to the radio when you can listen to a podcast? Exactly. Hosted by, I'm CJ, and you know me from being naked on the internet. Is that going to be your intro every week? Yep. Okay, and I'm Michael. You know me from not being naked on the internet. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, if you have Grinder or Scruff or any of those, you've probably seen Michael naked. Probably. Mm. Probably. But we just want to thank you once again for tuning in and listening to us. We know you have all choices to listen to podcasts, and you have chosen to listen to ours, and we appreciate you. We really, really appreciate you for having horrible taste in entertainment. <laughs> so, CJ, what did you do this week? This week was a lot of fun, Was Michelle. it? Yeah, uh, we took a, a road trip down to Miami. We did. Adjacent. We did not go to Miami because of everything going down there. We were in the Fort Lauderdale area of Wilton Manors. I did not know Wilton Manors was full of faggots. Oh, all yeah. fags. It is the WeHo of Miami. G- good to know now. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, it's gonna, an hour. I'm going to move. It's an hour. <laughs> Bye. Need help packing, bitch? <laughs> Well then. Well then. Um, yeah, we went down to, to uh, Wilton Manors and did a little game show down there. Uh, we got to hang out with uh, Danny Franzese from the movie Mean Girls and yeah, from HBO's nice. Looking. Uh, yeah, I love Danny. Uh, we're going to try to get him on the podcast eventually. We got so. to talk podcast. That was fun. We did get to t- teach pod, uh, talk podcast. Um, but yeah, that's what I did this week. I mean, that's... And then I, you know... like I, I said, did the same thing because I was in the car with you. Exactly. <laughs> um, and like I said last week, we're still planning tours for this year. More tours keep getting getting planned, so I'm excited. You're going to be a busy woman. You're going to be a worldwide diva. Oh, yeah. Man. I did nothing this week, and I waited tables. I drank some alcohol. I waited some more tables. I... When did you drink alcohol? Was I it had... the day you went home? Yes. <laughs> I also had a margarita while I was working today. Oh! I was sampling them because I hadn't had them yet. Oh, is that, is that what it's called, yeah. sampling? I thought yeah. it was just called shots. It was a fr- well, <laughs> they're good. We make good margaritas. Oh. If that doesn't tell you where Michael works, well then... It's Chili's. I work at Chili's. Oh, <laughs> mm, well, margaritas are shaken 25 times. Oh, we're not sponsored by Chili's, by the way. We're not. We're not. But... Get yourself a smokehouse combo. <laughs> That's what I'm so saying when, when I have my boys over. You want to get the smokehouse combo, daddy? And they're going to look at you and go, no. No. I like the baby back ribs, please. The bear back ribs? <laughs> they're still looking for fajitas. <laughs> they call my panties. 
<laughs> Michael, that's uh, sounds like you had a very interesting week. I didn't of but... drinking at work and <laughs> serving the children. I served looks. I served the children. You know, stunting pretty. With that being said. Uh, make sure you go and follow us on all of our social media. It's Cranstein Bears Podcast, or you can go to our website, which is cranstienbearspodcast.com. Do you want to tell them what we're going to give them? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Of oh, we're, we're going to make them wait. We're going to make them wait. We're going to um, titillate the children. We're going to titillate. We're going to discuss a, a cool thing that we're going to be doing for our followers a little bit later in the show. We're so. going to get you so excited and so anticipating you're going to be dripping with excitement. <laughs> Michael? Yes. Let's go to commercial. Okay. I spilled lipstick in your Valentino bag. Oh, you spilled lipstick in my Valentino white bag! Look at all those chickens! Road work ahead? Uh, yeah, I sure hope it does. Get to Del Taco! They got a new thing called Free Shavacadoo! You're listening to Quirinstein Bears, the podcast. You and these motherfucking commercials. They're my favorite thing. It gives me a moment to kind of breathe. They're your favorite thing. Like, I don't do all the work of fucking picking out the commercials. Bitch. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Don't worry. It's fine. I'm the one that picks out the audio for the commercials. Yeah, and that's why they've been terrible lately. Fuck off. They've been great. <laughs> they have been quality. They have been an exterminator and the commercials from Drag Race. You know, my favorite thing about this podcast, Michael, is we, uh, we see each other a lot throughout the week. Yeah, usually. Um, and we, we finish recording our podcast, and then we sit there and go, okay, what are we going to talk about next week? Right, it's just always constant spitballing. And Michael goes, we just finished recording. Can we at least give it a day? And I go, that's fine. We'll give it a day. I fully expect Michael to sit there and think about what we're going to talk about. <laughs> and then I go to him like the next day or like two days later and go, okay, so what are we going to talk about? This way we can kind of start coming up with an idea and all this other stuff. I sometimes have ideas. Yeah, we're not doing an ASMR. I say look at the master list. We have a master list of topics that we And then from, I look at but... them and go, okay, these are cute for people who have never done any of this kind of stuff, like celebrity encounters. I can't talk about celebrity encounters. I know. We were told you weren't allowed yeah. to. Yeah. The master list is cute and all, but then I'm like, okay, let's think outside this master list. And then two days later, I go to Michael and I go, okay, what are you talking about? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to talk about? And then I go... Michael, I don't know. That's why I'm going to you. You're the one who has done this multiple times. This is literally my fifth recording of a podcast ever. I'm that just really own. bad at making decisions. I get lots of anxiety. So then, ten minutes before we decide to record, I go, Michael, what are we talking about? And then he goes, blocked. I'm very, I've spurred a moment, kind of, I can't, like, plan too ahead. Which is funny, because I like to have a completely detailed outlined episode, but... <laughs> he does. Okay, so a little insight into how this process goes. Michael will sit down and write out an entire outline of what we're going to talk about. But what he doesn't do is he only puts what he's going to talk about. Because it's and, set to CJ to put in what he's going to talk about. And then on mine, it's just this question mark, question mark, question mark. And I'm just like, Because oh, I don't okay. know what you're going to talk about because you are your own individual brain. We're not joined at the hip. No, but like for like our recap of Drag Race, you could simply put like points for you to cover and points for me to cover. Like that would be a good idea. So I'm not sitting here going, oh, you took all the good ones. Oh, that might help. I didn't think of it like that. Or like when we get to like the main subject. You could be like, oh, well, if we're going to talk about being a top and bottom, you could be like, okay. CJ I'm... talks about being a top. Yeah. Like, not question mark, question mark, question mark. Because, bitch, from now on, if I ever get this uh, outline like that, I'm just going to look at this and go, oh, question mark, question mark, question mark. Back to you, Michael. Don't be rude. <laughs> I bring this up because Michael has been very stressed this week. Very stressed. With life. 
Just life is very stressful. And and the things that come to him. And, you know, if you've listened to the last two episodes of it, of this podcast, last week Michael did his segment called uh, Serving It, where he kind of dished dished the dirt on being a server for a restaurant here in Orlando. Um, And then the week before that, I did a quick segment where I gave some advice for everyone to take to get through this week. So, Michael, I think it's time for you to take a, a moment to breathe. Mindfulness is the basic human ability to be fully present, aware of where you are and what you are doing, and not overly react or become overwhelmed by what is going on around you. When you become aware of the present moment, you gain access to resources you may not have realized that were with you all along. A stillness at your core. Mindfulness brings an awareness of what you need and what you don't need in life. You may not be able to change your situation through mindfulness, but you can change the response to the situation. Take three minutes to breathe, to recenter, to reconnect yourself to yourself. Let the stress of every day off of your shoulders and allow yourself to feel good for a moment. Remember that you are loved and through it all, you will be okay. That's so sweet. Right? Some nice words from the sissy shaman. Fuck off, Eric. That's what we call it. No. The sissy shaman moment. No. But it's true. I mean, I feel like we as humans don't really just kind of take a minute to understand what's going on in life and we instantly jump to either overreacting to certain situations or allowing ourselves to be overwhelmed by things. So just kind of recentering yourself and taking that minute to find yourself before these moments really will help you. Right, absolutely. Like I definitely feel bad for those kind of people, you know, that do overstress or do overthink or like let things overwhelm them. It's got to be so hard. (sighs) Michael, Michael, Michael. It's got to be so hard for those individuals. So difficult like, for them. As someone who doesn't overthink or doesn't stress the little <laughs> things. like. But, <laughs> but again, take this through the week. Sit there and, and recenter yourself when you feel overwhelmed or you're going to feel like you're having an anxiety attack. Breathe. Don't let little things compound to turn into bigger issues. I need that, though, because like, as someone, like it's like, oh... It's like, oh, can you stop overthinking? I'm sorry, I have anxiety. I don't have any forms of th- other forms of thinking available. Like, this is the only <laughs> setting my thinking is available. But enough about my anxiety. How about we get into our Drag Race recap, okay? Yes, It's time to go! Now it's off to the races. <clears throat> Got a nice a little, a little room tone there. So, we have another fired Drag Race judge. Ugh. God, I I just don't know what to say. Because like, he was such a bitch. Okay, so I I love Jeffrey. I'm not saying he's not nice, but he's like fucking Simon Cowell of Drag Race. But I think like, so my thing with this is I will go out on the limb and say what happened on Drag Race last year with Canada was interesting. Because I feel like they edited everything Jeffrey was saying to look like he was being an asshole. I don't disagree, and I feel like I believe a lot of it's in the editing, but... You said what you said still. Yeah, but he also had a job to do to be that person because you knew that going into it that Brooklyn was not going to be mean because she was one of those girls and didn't win her season. Right. I don't, for, we're not ever going to talk about how she got that gig. Stacy wasn't going to say anything because Stacy is not a drag queen. Side note, I love the fuck out of Stacey McKenzie. Oh, so I do think I. she is one of the most beautiful human beings on the face of the earth. Oh, She's no, I stunning. Agree. And they needed somebody to fill that void of not having a Michelle there. So but I don't Jeffrey, even think Michelle is that mean no but michelle gives solid feedback and critiques so while we look at 
Michelle as being this charismatic mom figure, like uh, like RuPaul's sister. They needed that on Canada, and unfortunately, that role went to Jeffrey. I, yeah. And the I, fans didn't see that. The fans saw him being an asshole and not understanding that there was a role to be filled, and unfortunately, that Jeffrey got the role. No, and fans don't see a lot of things, and I don't agree with any of the things that happened. He should not have been bullied off the internet. He should not have been tormented. However, I still feel like he was a little overly nasty. I feel like you can criticize somebody without being a dickhead, and I feel like he was a dickheady. I will agree. I mean, he came off as very strong, but also at the but same like, time. But he comes off so fun and so nice on US Drag Race. Yeah, I love Jeffrey. Yeah. There was no reason to bully the man off of fucking social media. No, there's no reason for any of that stuff, and the fans need to calm the fuck down. It's the most toxic fan base out of yeah. any fucking television show on the face of the earth. It, it's just, it's ridiculous. They see a character that is being edited to look a certain way, and they feel like in their minds, if they see somebody being edited that way, they they're have, that villain in real life. They have to attack that person. Right. They are edited to look this way. Well, yes, I agree. You say what you say. It's a heavily edited reality television show. Understand that these people that you see on this TV show are not what you see. That if you get to know them, you will understand that they are human and that they are fucking sweethearts. It's upsetting that he's not going to have the opportunity to be a judge, but at the same time, they said that he was doing something else and that he's booked and blessed, so good for him. Yeah, good. he's making his money, he's getting that coin, so good for you, girl. Exactly. But I'm still here for you to be a thirst trap on America Drag Race because you are set. <laughs> he is hot. He's a hot man. No, I agree. He's a beautiful man. I agree 100%. I said in spit in my mouth. He's gorgeous. And he's even, like, if you ever see him in person, you will, you'll flood your basement. That's what I see, like, any time, like, I see him on the internet, he seems super, super nice, not on Drag Race, like, you, Canada, so. Yeah. Um, now let's go and switch gears and go across the pond over to the UK. Yes, Drag Race UK is over. Duh. They crowned Lawrence Cheney, despite the backlash that they're getting for crowning Lawrence. They need, people need to calm down. It is a fucking TV show. I agree. And it's upsetting that people can't just celebrate the fact that Lawrence is the first plus-sized winner, that she... Does did, Thailand not count? It's not... See, Thailand is just Drag Race Thailand. It wasn't RuPaul's Drag Race Thailand. Gotcha. Okay. So she's the first RuPaul's Drag Race Plus size winner. Right. Um, and good for her, and I'm so happy again. But girl, just let let fans let her have her moment. And let her enjoy it. Jesus. She shouldn't have to be defending herself online every day. Don't discredit her for winning but because your favorite didn't win or because of anything like that. Like, yes, the way it was shaping up, Bimini was looking like she was gonna win, and she didn't. Get over it. It doesn't discredit Bimini. It doesn't discredit Lawrence. Just celebrate the fact that we have a plus size winner now. I wanna go to that fucking tour. Girl, that tour is a mess and a half. If you don't know the tea about this tour, they announced the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. And then like three days later, they announced that the season two top four and the cast was going on tour. Where it's like kind of like what they do for American Idol. Yeah. Like the, the top four like confirmed and then the other ones only show up to some dates. Kind of like Battle of the Seasons, right? Yeah. People started getting upset because, and by people I mean Ginny Lemon, was getting upset. And I can understand completely why. Notice that only the top four were going and that the other girls weren't getting the chance that they were kind of spattered throughout the tour. Like right. certain dates, five or six girls would be on it with the top four and then another one would be like two or three. So it's kind of like sporadic throughout the, the tour stops. Ginny posted a, a tweet about it and then... Lo and behold, like a day later, they announced 
UK season two girls go on tour. So it's the, the whole top cast. Four plus the cast of season two. So now it's the entire cast on tour. Well, did you see all the drama with Ginny Lemon and what she claims that Drag Race used her for a non-binary storyline? They had Bimini, right? But they said they used that whole sister sister Ginny Lemon moment and how they used her. Like they basically they said, "Oh, we finished with you. We got your non-binary storyline out. We made some headlines. Time to cut you." They could have as easily done that with Bimini, so I feel like that's very off base for her to say. I see it at the same time. It's a television show. You don't know what they're going to do. Right, and, and you go I, on there I, knowing full well they're going to expose whatever you tell them. I'm not discrediting her tweet or her comment. It wasn't even a tweet. It was a full-on interview with, like, the fucking son. Oh, I did not see that. Oh, yeah, I read the whole interview. Um, and I don't want to discredit her journey or anything, but... I agree. And, you know, good for the season two girls for finally getting the full tour. That's awesome. I wish them the best of luck over there. They're doing like they're doing the entire month of February of 2022. So that's a huge tour. That's a great tour. Okay, are we done with this yet? Um, <laughs> we are in week forty-six and thirty-two of Drag Race U.S. I feel like this Drag Race season is like the personification of Hanukkah. Like we had one season of Drag Race and it lasted for six. We had one more one more month of Drag Race and it lasted for seven, just like the fucking lantern. <laughs> just like the, the, the oil. Yeah, the just like the, just like the oil. God bless. Show you that. I'm informed. I know <laughs> holidays. Yeah. Um, so we are now at the top six. Five. Five. We're, five. Well, nope. at the end of the episode, we're okay, at the top so five. We're at the top six at the beginning of the episode. Uh, we have Olivia Lux, Rose, Candy Muse, Got Mick, Utica Queen, and Simone. Yes. We go into the episode with a cute little mini challenge with uh, Anastasia Beverly. Anastasia Beverly Hills' new palette. Norvina. Norvina with the head head of uh, Anastasia. Norvina. Norvina with a cute little mini challenge. With the she, was she was stunning. I didn't know stunning. how pretty she was. Yeah, that outfit was everything. Uh, but the queens had to put... It was like a team thing where one had their hands behind their back and the other one, girl was the hands. It's like that YouTube, the tiny hands thing. Yeah, and they had to put each other in makeup. It was super cute, super amazing. Um, we saw Rosé and Candy, Candy win. win. And they got to select the uh, the order that the girls went into. The nice girl roast. I can't believe that they got to put, choose the order for the girls and they put themselves Candy first and Rosé last. Like, what are you doing? Um, I would also like to bring up the fact that I love that they did this after the UK ended. Right. With that whole, like... Drama with the roast. Yeah, so... The roasts are always weird, though. This just shows you that you can go first and win. That is very true. How'd that feel, Ahura? Don't be pointing fingers at my girl. (laughs) Don't be pointing fingers at my girl. But it just shows you that you can go first and win. Yeah, but someone someone that was funny went first, so... Boy. Uh Why can't I say that? It's not racist because she talks like mushmouth. Have you ever seen Fat Albert? No. 
Yes, I have. I have. It's the guy who wears the fucking I, hat over his eyes and yes. he can't talk. Yeah. Mushmouth. Yeah. Um, she talks like a she talks like a fucking bulldog. There you go. She also looks like a bulldog. Boop! There it is. Michael is now going to be on the nice girl roast. Um, <laughs> but they had the choice to put everybody in order. Uh, Candy decided to put herself first. She didn't do bad. No, she didn't do bad, but I don't think she was the strongest. She didn't do good. Um, they had to roast the last three congenial congeniality. Well, not last three because we didn't have season 10. So we had season 9, season 11, and season 13. Season 12 and season 13. Oh, yeah. You're right. Or season 11 and 12. We didn't have 9. We didn't 9, have 10. 11, 12. So they started the roast. Candy went first. It was a mess. I... I did not find her set funny. No, I mean, I chortled a little bit. There was two jokes in there that were funny. The rest of it was kind of like, okay. Uh, And then we went into, girl, Simone's set. She's a little rough. Oof. And the thing is, she's funny. She is funny. But I think her funny relies heavily on, like, her facial expressions and the way she delivers things in a roast the whole thing has to be funny. Like, I feel like with that commercial, like, she was able to, like, cut her funny parts and make it funny. Like, she's funny, exactly. like, she'd be a funny actress. She wouldn't be a funny stand-up comedian. Um, And then, right after that, we went into the worst set I've ever heard. That's one of the worst I've ever seen on Drag Race, ever. I have been to the Haters Roast. I've worked on the Haters Roast. Oh, have you? That was the worst set I've ever heard. Derek Berry did a better roast set than Utica Queen did. Oh, wow. She was... Very sizest. She's oh yeah, she, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I fuck you. <laughs> no, Utica. I saw your tweet apologizing. I understand it. I get it. It still was rude. I still don't appreciate the fat shaming. It was still rude. Being fat is not a joke. It's not a punchline. I'm not. It wasn't funny. Not a thing she said. What that very first line she said was funny, and that was it. But Lonnie Love calling her out, <sighs> and RuPaul flipping her off. Girl. She got Mama Rue to give the middle fingers twice. You know what? Utica got something and it was being a meme that is uh, like a reaction gift that's going to be used for forever. Yep. So good on you, girl, for getting that. Then after that, we went into a Got Mick set. I love Mick. Got Mick had the best set. Mick is still my choice to win the whole fucking show. She had the best set. Hands down, 100%. You're not going to change my mind on that. Very Phyllis Dillery. Very. Um, But it was great. It was funny. It was quick it was like cut down there was no long build up for a punchline it was boom 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 exactly what a row should be uh she's so much fun gorge and then after that we went into rosé no we went into olivia lux oh yawn yeah we went to olivia that's why i forgot it because it was so fucking Um, boring who is the love child of ben de la creme and our drag sister fucking gidget galore oh jesus people don't know who gidget is though well, go look her up. Watch Gidget do something. It's very much a mix of the two. She is delightfully ridiculous. Terminally delightful. Yeah, whatever. And it just... Uh, oh. She's like so too nice for her own good. I was saying when we were watching the episode, if she had done the shtick where she had walked out smiling and giggling and then like completely changed gears. Like went like fucking like night Stone face, like boom, it would have set the tone and been funny. Like give it a character. If you don't know how to do it, give it a character, stand behind the character. Right, absolutely. You have to commit to whatever you're doing. Yeah. Basically the rules are make RuPaul laugh and commit to your character. Exactly. And then we went into Rose's set who had the second best. It was all right. She was funny. It was the second best. I just like, I think Rose, like I, Rose's one of my choices from the beginning. Like that, like she's going to be the finals hands down. Oh yeah. So, okay, so we're getting down to the end. Who's your pick to win? Mick. Got yeah. Mick is my pick to win. Yeah, Got Mick's my pick to win, yeah. too. But Mick's been my pick since the beginning. I've teetered back and forth between Simone and Mick. I feel like at this point it's either of their games. However, I feel like Mick is going to 
edge out, Simone. Also, spoiler alert, Utica Queen goes home. Spoiler, yeah. Bye, bitch. Bye. Bye, you size as fuck. <laughs> I want to briefly touch on the runways for this week. Can we talk about Heidi and Closet's runway real quickly? Uh, stunning. She's like smooth criminal. She didn't. It was, very, it was so good. And then Nina West was meh. I liked Nina's. I think Nina's was cute. Um, meh. And then Valentina just always looks stunning. Was just that. Her makeup kind of looked a little different, though. She didn't do her checkmark eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. That, which I, is different. But. It's me, Valentina. I love her. And then we get, like, I found it on Reddit before we started. What? Candy Muse's outfit. Where's it from? Guess where it's from. Macy's. H&M. H&M. No, it is it's not. H&M dress um, that cost 40 euros. It is 100% the dress. Like, I'm looking at it right now. Oh no! And I don't want to see any goddamn H and M. But if it's old navy, it's okay. <laughs> Those fucking sweaters. Says. What do you mean? That's what she's wearing under the under the fucking judges panel. It's fucking old navy sweatpants and <laughs> flip flops. So we're down to the top five now, and I think Got Mick's gonna win it. Got Mick's gonna win Got the show. Either it's either gonna be Got Mick or uh, Simone. Yeah, if anybody but Got Mick or Simone wins, it's a fucking wig snatch. Michael, guess what? What CJ? We're doing a giveaway. Oh, we are. We are. What are you gonna give them? Uh. We are giving away a twenty dollar subscription to CJ's OnlyFans. <laughs> Bitch, uh, we're giving away an Amazon gift card worth twenty US doll hairs. Ooh, Yo. you can buy twenty dollar items at Amazon. <laughs> Very good. Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah. Just don't forget every dollar is a cheeseburger. Did the hamster die as you were trying to come up with that joke? Yep. Yep. I saw it in your eyes. And all you have to do in order to be entered to win this twenty dollar Amazon gift card is just follow us on Instagram and Twitter, like our Facebook page, sign up for our emailing list on. On our website, which is send us nudes, QueensteenBearsPodcast.com, uh, and you're entered to win. And then on the 17th of April, we are going to do a drawing. And on the April 20th episode of the Queensteen Bears Podcast, we are going to announce the winner. If that person doesn't answer us, uh, we will draw again the following Friday and announce on uh, the podcast. Hey, guess what, okay. CJ? What, Michael? Guess what time it is? Um, it's time for bed. No, you really don't know what time it is. Hammer time. It's your favorite time. Is it dinner time? <laughs> no, it's commercial break. We're going to commercial? Yes. Wait, did you just refer to it as a commercial? No. Yes. And I'm also in a place in the competition right now where I've turned a new leaf and like, I'm frustrated to have gotten in my way after coming to a, a really grand place. <laughs> Can I ask um, you a question? Yeah. What's turning a new leaf? Have you never heard that? It's like a brand new day. I've shed like a layer and I've become something better than I was before. Oh. Because like, if you have a leaf and you turn it, it's the same leaf. <laughs> now, Miss Nina West. Hi. You make my good Judy, Miss Tina Burner, look like such a petite woman. With them <laughs> big ass shoulders you got, bitch. <laughs> I know that drag race is the Olympics of drag. And baby, you the stadium. <laughs> Nina West. Yeah, oh, yes. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you could speak whale. Oh. Heidi, you really remind me of the people I grew up with on the farm. Gap tooth and full of bull semen. What? <laughs> Girl, huh? Valentina, you are such a beautiful sister. But you have this diva attitude that's really hard to swallow. I do. It's just as hard as, to swallow as Lonnie Love's comedy career. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you're the one bombing. <laughs> <laughs>
Between Bears, the podcast. Mike, you know, with everything that happened over the last four years with you know, Donald Trump and whatnot, I, I really went on like this this blocking spree on Facebook, on Twitter, on, on all social media. What are your thoughts of like that whole concept of blocking? I think it's childish, but I do it anyways. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Like, so if you had a family member that was like... Oh, all my family's blocked. This is a rhetorical question. <laughs> what about... I post smut on the internet. All my family's blocked. Oh, you don't want them to see your smut? Absolutely not. <laughs> now are they blocked on all social or just facebook whatever social i can block them on what if you don't know they have a social well then i'm guessing shit out of luck aren't i <laughs> what about like people you don't necessarily agree with like like a stranger we'll just go like joe schmo off the street oh i don't block strangers but like if i ever like i was caught unfriending many people during the election that i thought were my friends but voted republican unfriending or blocking both i don't want to see your fucking shit <laughs> what about now since the election's kind of over like like what? What are your? I unblock them as I progressively need things from them. <laughs> I'm like, oh hey, how have you been? Now, what about the opposite side of that? Like, what about like, what are your thoughts on being the the blocky? I get mad because like I want the control of blocking someone. So like, I get blocked before I have the control to block them. I get fucking livid. <laughs> so if you get blocked on, like, we'll just I cry about it. <laughs> we'll just throw a name out there. Like Mike from accounting comes in and blocks you on Facebook. Are you one of the people that like then go to Twitter and Instagram to see if they have one so you can be the first to block them on like on those platforms? No, because I don't fucking invest that much into it. But no, no. Have you ever? But I've like hooked up with a guy and then like it was so bad I went and blocked him on all social media. <laughs> What about on the like when you had the apps? Did you were you a, a constant blocker on? on I the, usually got blocked. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. Have you ever? And I'm gonna answer all of these myself when when I'm done interrogating you about it. When we created like this Instagram and Twitter and Facebook page for Cranstein Bears the podcast, or when you had access. to... Yes, I went and blocked people. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I know. I saw when we got these socials made. Did you go onto them and then like type in somebody's name to see if they had blocked you originally? No, because I already have a Finsta. What the hell's a Finsta? Fake Instagram. Wait, uh, really? Yeah. Are we going to know what Insta it is? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I actually have three of them. Of course you do. Do all three of them follow the pages? No, none of them follow of the pages. Not. Why not? Because there can be no way to link me to anything. They don't even follow my personal Instagram. Oh. You yeah. Do you just stalk people that you don't necessarily It's want just to. in case I need to. In, just... <laughs> in case I need it. Private browsing. I can't do that. I don't want people to see that I watch their stories. But they'll know that it's somebody random. They don't give a shit if their fucking profile's on not private. That's their own problem if strangers are watching their Instagram stories. My only thing with blocking is that, like, yeah, you get that satisfaction of, like, that quick block. But then, like, myself, I go, should I block them or should I not block them? I know during the election. Do you have a moral conscience when it comes to Facebook blocking? I think sometimes I do. Like, when the whole thing with the election was going. I've seen you block people, no problem. Yeah, I have. Like, when the whole election thing happened, I blocked people that had been in my life for, like, my entire life. Well, that's because they probably suck. Uh, They were. They kind of deserved it. They were posting all this bullshit about like Donald Trump being like the savior and and how if you don't believe in what he's doing, you're wrong. And he's this and he's that. And I was Duh. like, goodbye, block. Moving on. But also, it was like people who's like supported my ex boyfriend, who I thought were like my best friends, and 
like family and then you know I had the whole blowing up with my family and they all got blocked too so is there like I know we go on this whole tirade about seeing the drag queens from Drag Race block people like they have like Trinity the Tuck is known as Trinity the Block which I think is fantastic because <laughs> all she does is go in and just block people who don't agree with her. do we think that that is a way of kind of controlling what people think and, and do I mean I don't like when I break up with somebody or like I stop talking to somebody like I block them from everything and then I like want them to just like stop existing on the earth well no no, no, no. I understand <laughs> I understand that but what I'm getting at is like if we see something we don't agree with and we instantly block them like what what does it like does it really actually do anything just gets it off my page I don't have to deal with but it but why block them just unfriend them you won't see it anymore that's true I know on Twitter though like I'll sometimes get people shit on Twitter that I'm not friends with it'll still pop up well yeah because if somebody that like you know likes them or right that's why I block some people but that I understand but like my whole thing is like oh my favorite's when you block somebody and then you ta- you're tagged and then they see your name in gray uh-huh. Or like on Facebook where it's like not clickable uh-huh. anymore. Yeah, that's my favorite. Fuck off. Fuck off. RuPaul. Insert RuPaul gif here of giving the double fingers. But like to me, it's like, yes, we get the instant gratification of blocking somebody, but I don't feel like it does anything. Like, yeah, if for us, it ends there. Then why do you block people? But that's what I'm getting at. Like, why do we block people? What's the point? You block people, so answer my question. Well, yeah. Why do you block people? <laughs> because it's like, it goes back to my moral compass after the fact. Like, well, why am I blocking them? What's the point? It doesn't do anything. They're not going to change their ways simply because I, they aren't friends with me anymore they don't see my stuff anymore so i'm trying to like it's more of like a conversation to put out there into the world and ask the people who are listening to the podcast why do you block people what is the point of blocking people why not just unfriend them why not just uh, do that because blocking them they're obviously not going to change their minds if anything blocking somebody adds fuel to the fire of their hate towards you or... i don't think so i think after a point you just give up on it yes but the, like when trinity was blocking people left and right for that little bit of time on twitter people were like oh my god trinity blocked me what a Bitch. Well, they were being nasty to her. Well, yes, I agree with that. But to me, like, the whole thing with blocking is is childish. Just unfriend them at some point. But why do you block people if you think it's childish? Exactly. I don't know. But I'm just saying, just unfriend them. Don't block them. I blocked people because... I mean, I think it's childish, but I still do it. Well, yeah. I mean, it, I had. I think it's the instant gratification of like, oh, fuck you. Click. In- I block a lot of racists. That's what I usually block. Yeah, because I don't need that kind of bullshit. And I block people who annoy me or people who, like, were thirsty and kept constantly, constantly asking for like photos i just or... giggle at them and let them fucking blow up my inbox <laughs> but it's just one of those things where i just don't it's just i don't know i don't understand the ideology behind but you still do it but i still do it yeah of course it's like drugs we know drugs are bad but people still do drugs that's very fair like we know smoking is bad yet people still go out and smoke two or three packs a day like we know it's bad and we know it's stupid but we still fucking do it have yeah, you yeah. ever gotten a fight with someone like been arguing with someone on facebook and you go to respond and you're blocked yes that's like a whole new level of anger oh it's my it, it's that that is when i see red like if i'm in the middle of having this heated debate with you or like just fucking reading you to dog filth and instantly i get the this message cannot be delivered or that fucking red exclamation point oh that that fucking I sets see, me ablaze i see red and then i want to go find well their, literally you see red i want to go to instagram or twitter and find their fucking accounts i've done that before can, i've gone and found them on instagram and i continued the fucking argument or like there you go on to like your other facebook's or instagram's or whatnot I Finstas. And then you go into their profile to see if their phone number's there. <laughs> okay, that's a little extreme. I've never gotten somebody's phone number in contact with them. Oh. Crazy. Um, neither have I. Ever. Yeah, you're the one that brought it up. So. I, I've never done that. That's weird. That's insane. We want to know what your thoughts on blocking are. Do you think it's childish? Do you think it's necessary? If you head over to our website, which is queerandsteambearspodcast.com, hit that contact us button at the top. 
uh, and fill it out. Let us know your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to read some of these on our next episode of What You Think. Also, while you're there, if you hit that button right next to it that says giveaway. Oh, I thought you were going to say donate. <laughs> oh, it, oh, you do that too. If you hit the button that says giveaway, me and Michael are giving away a $20 Amazon gift card. And all you have to do in order to enter is follow us. And send us nudes. <laughs> follow us, like us, and send Michael nudes. I'm kidding. I don't really want your nudes. We'll Thank post you. them on, on our webpage. But head over there. Enter the giveaway. Um, we'd love to, you know, give you some... Uh, Give you a twenty dollars free Amazon, Amazon money. Yeah, we do this for free. Me and Michael, we sit in my house and bullshit every week. If you want to hear things or give us a topic to discuss, you can also say that in the contact us button. You can also give us some money because we're poor. <laughs> we would love to make this bigger and better. Bring some guests on, but in order to do that, we do need your support and your help. So hit the donation button. Give as much as you want: five dollars, ten dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever you want. Uh, your money will go to a good cause. That causes my bank account in order for us to increase the amazing. <laughs> Amazingness that you're hearing and that you'll start to see on April 2nd when we start live streaming on Twitch. Oh, I forgot that we're doing that. We are doing that. Michael, guess what? What? It's commercial! You do not have a career on American Idol in your future. Yes, I do. Don't quit your day job, CJ. You're listening to Quarantine Bears, the podcast. <laughs> Joke's on you, bitch. I don't have a day job. Yeah, we're well aware. I work for my husband 24 hours a day. That's why you're always active on Facebook. Oh, oh, he got jokes. He roasting. <laughs> oh, what is, what is this? What are you on, Drag Race now? Basically, Trying I'm to funnier fun- than those bitches. Yeah, I will, I will attest to that. Michael, I think we should have the audience bear with us for a moment. Should we get raw with them? Oh my God. That's I, not the name of this. I like that. Michael, bear with me for a minute. If you contact me trying to book my husband for $150 and a bar tab, fuck all the way off. We are not going to show up to your bar for $150 fucking dollars. He was on Drag Race twice. He was on Netflix three times. Okay? He was also on TV a lot more than your local queen. Don't give us $150 and expect us to show up. Plus, a bar tab doesn't do shit. He's sober. It has been for almost a year and a half. So... Bear with me when I tell you to fuck all the way off. Ooh, you're a little pressed there, sis. Um, I'm not a panini. I'm not pressed. That's fair. Bear with me just a moment here, CJ. If you were to come into a restaurant with your family of five and sit down and order one entree to split between the five of you and then proceed to inform your server that it's okay, you don't need any more food because you're going to go to Chick-fil-A on the way home and then tip your server 11.5%. You can fuck all the way off, you broke-ass trailer trash bitch. Please tell me this happened on a Sunday. Because I would have laughed hysterically if it did on a Sunday. No, nope, it happened on a Friday during rush hour. They took up my table for an hour and a half. Oh, oh, is this the family that only ordered half a fajita? Yes, they ordered one half order of fajitas to split between five people. So they each got one. And water. P- they got with one. lemons and sugar packets. <laughs> Bootleg lemonade. So they. Each- I wouldn't refill their drinks. So they each got uh, one piece of chicken, one piece well, of steak. Well, put it this way. Um, they got chicken fajitas, so no steak. Oh. Because it's cheaper. Yeah. And they got three tortillas. There are three tortillas and then one order of fajitas. Oh. Did they order more fajita, more tortillas? I wouldn't give them to them. Oh. Well, good Because <laughs> they're free. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes this magical episode of the Queen Steam Bears podcast. Yeah, thanks for coming, y'all. Um, if you like what you heard, go follow us on social media at Queen Steam Bears Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. And if you don't, don't. Well, yeah, but if you do, you get a chance to win a $20 Amazon gift card up until April 17th. So I think you should go do that. You can also follow me and Michael's personal so- social medias. I'm at the C-E-E underscore J-A-Y on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I am at Mike Burlow on all those lovely platforms, including my yearbook. (laughs) 
Michael. Yes, CJ. Bye. Bye. Bears the podcast. <laughs>